Yeah. Ready? Oh, here we go. Thanks, sir. Thank you, Dad. I got your microphone here for when we start talking. Oh, that hit good. That hit good. By the way, Jake, 60-40 tomorrow, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Every drink, it goes down Hold on. lower and lower. Yep. Hold on. Uh, but, Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, bro, where's the banjo? Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes, but only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the Ham Boys. Fatty. Fatty. And Big Bry. And Big Bry. What is going on, everybody? Welcome on into Illegal Ham to the Face. I am here. I am that bad guy, and I'm always here with Big Bry. What is going on, everybody? Hey, man. All right. We are at a new place tonight. We are at Gino's Italian Grill and Bar in Strongsville, just down, just south of 82, correct? 82 and Pearl? 82 and 42. It's off of right. 42 here. Right next to a Wendy's. And I'll tell you what, man, walking into this place, this is nice in here. Nice old school Italian feel with the front, and then you have a patio deck out here, and we're sitting back by the bar. We got, uh, let's see here, what do we got above us? White Claw above us, I believe. But uh, we're here. We're going to check out the food here tonight, check out the atmosphere. We got a whole bunch of friends here and families here. We got Pops is here along with Debbie. And then we got Jake and his buddy Nick are here. So we're about to have a good time tonight. A um, whole bunch of food has been ordered. We got some wings. We got an Italian beef sandwich coming. Right, what'd you end up getting? I got the Smash Burger. You know me. Simple, simple burger, not much on it. And this is a nice little place here, bud. This is yeah, nice, quiet. Right. I mean, this is kind of like another one of our places. I think we found another gym here, buddy. So I was telling you, I think if if you've been around the area long, it's I believe it's the old uh, Panini's in Strongsville, right off of Forty Two. So, yep, Matt's shaking his head. Yeah. Okay. So, so, yep. I've never been to it, but I had some friends that used to come to here all the time, and you know, I think they got TVs, they got beer on draft. It's a giant area, like you said, patio out back. So. What more could you want? And we got our food going to be ordered and coming out to us here a little bit later. We'll dive into that with Fat Boy Tuesday. But we always start off our show with some shout outs. And I'm going to go first for our shout outs. Sure, because please. the first shout out, we got to shout out Pops for getting a hold of the owner of Gino's, Gino here, to get us in here to this place, try out some amazing food and try some cocktails here a little bit later on. Can't wait. Um, it is straight Italian, authentic. They got pasta galore, anything you want. Jake, what'd you end up getting to eat? You getting a burger? He's getting the fish. You're getting the fish? Fish sandwich. Uh, I might go halvesies with you. I'll give you half the beef and you give me half the fish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're going to checking out all the food here. There's And it's an American menu, too. There's ribs. There oh, is yeah. corned beef. There is pizza. There's salad. There's a whole bunch of Italian stuff on the back. Yep. Meatballs. Um, from what I told, you cannot miss at all whatever you get here. 
Um, I should have got calamari too. I didn't even think about oh, that. Lord, but it's not too late. It's not too late. We might. Have, I might get that to go. <laughs> that might be the snack on the way home. No, you got to eat calamari. You can't reheat calamari. I didn't right? say I was going to reheat it. I said snack on the way home. Oh, I see. That's okay. going right in the front seat with me. I'm going to pop out like Skittles on the way home, buddy. You have <laughs> no idea. You better be careful. You don't want to be like uh, Nate Burleson and get an injury saving some food sliding off the front seat. Speaking, remember that. Speaking of injuries, trying to save food, Bry. Oh yeah, yeah we, we never did bars. get to my yeah, we lemon never did bars. Get to my lemon bar story. That's all right. We'll get into ago. that here a little bit later, Bry. Do you got any shout outs this week, brother? No, I got no shout outs. You know me. I'm just excited for football. So, yep, I know. It. And guess what? We got football galore that we're going to talk about tonight. A rundown tonight. We are going to get into the Cleveland Guardians. We are going to talk Browns here a little bit later. They did cut down to 53. Even right. though it's a flowing motion because people are coming in and out, it's not completely set yet, and it won't be set till pretty much next week, right? Um, I believe tomorrow, like they can pick up guys from other teams, and they find out if guys like, well, we'll get into Cade York or you oh, know Watkins, it. guys that uh, that we want to have back on our practice squad. Tomorrow, I think about four or five o'clock, we find out if they clear uh, the waivers to get them back. So, and we'll we'll see about that. We'll get into that when we get there. We're also going to talk, obviously, Fat Boy Tuesday with Gino's food here. I can't wait. Um, and then the top three, we're going to top three favorite things about this place. And so far sure. right now, this bar in the back of here, dude, this is nice, especially with that nice patio that's kind of enclosed out there. And next time we might have to do a show out there on that Thank patio, you. Bri. I think so. I think that's our next move. I was just afraid of being too dark. But, you know, it is what it is. All right. Well, Bri, let's get into our show. Uh, we always want to thank Lake Erie APA and Harold Keel for sponsoring us. Also, City Dogs of Cleveland. Um, if, like I said, guys, if it gets loud behind us, it is a live show, so people are going to get loud and Let us here. know. We can talk louder. But, um, Bring at you. We'll get into our trivia right now, Brian. I got a doozy for you because it'll blow your mind on this one. Okay. As soon as I find the little sounder here, and uh, uh, there it is. All right, so our trivia is always brought to you by City Dogs of Cleveland. And, Brian, we do have a new puppy for everybody to check out tonight. His name, his name, as soon as I scroll down here to the banners, his name is Goofus. And, no. Brian, that fits right up Goofus? our alley. His name is Goofus, <laughs> and he is available to adopt at City Dogs Cleveland. And look at the pictures there, Brian. Look at this bundle of joy. Uh, Goofus is a dog that earned his name. There's not a serious bone in his body. He's just one of those silly, lighthearted dogs who can find everything fun. Keep you laughing with his antics. He was recently got to go on a group hike. He was amazing. He rode well in the car and walked really well in the middle of the group. He's just happy to be there. Though he can be silly, he also settles nicely and can show off affectionate. He's full contact snuggler. Uh, right up yeah, your alley, big fella. Absolutely. A lanky, oversized lap dog, still right up your alley. Sure. Social and playful with other dogs and group, might enjoy a doggy buddy. Uh, takes them, takes new things to stride, and really happy to be there. He is a cool dog, bringing you some more laughter. Goofus is around 
one year old and weighs 52 pounds. Let's go through the rest of the pictures here, Bri, because he definitely is a ham, just like we are. Look at that <laughs> face, big fellow. So if you guys yeah, want to go adopt, go yeah, go adopt, please. Right down here at the bottom, we have scrolling the city dogs um, information down at the bottom. Set up a meet and greet with Goofus. Let them know that the ham boys have sent you. Look at that. He's a good dog. Look at that. I mean, definitely lives up to his name, right? Absolutely. All right. Now, oh, look at that one. There Action shot right there. Love that. All right. Now, Brian, you know, we've been going back and forth with a lot of football trivia and a lot of other things lately. Okay. And this is probably the last time that we will probably get to talk Guardians uh, because they're right now in a matchup with the uh, Minnesota Twins trying to climb back in, but they're seven games back, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I think the season's over. And right. we'll get into that here right after this as part of our Cleveland headlines. Okay. But I wanted to bring something to your attention because it, 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 it a cold slap in the face to me this morning. You know, when you get slapped with a wet towel, it wakes you right up. This woke me right up. Brian, I need you to tell me right now who is the RBI leader for your Cleveland Guardians right now. Okay. Okay, so you want me to give you the answer right now? You don't have to do it right now. Oh, we'll okay. wait till the end. Oh, I got you. Okay, right. but oh, so but it is. I'll even give you the number today. Entering today, who is the leading RBI get uh, RBI guy for Cleveland Guardians? Golly. And it is seventy nine RBIs, right? Okay. All right, write it down. You got your notes yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, know. and everybody, you do not don't help him in the comments. What's going on, Craig? Chris is here. Uh, I was promised you are not getting it this show right now. We have uh, uh, more clientele that I cannot bring that up here. We're trying to be PG. Oh, well, yeah. We're trying to be PG-13. Next, next, week. Sure. next week. Next week, we'll get you. Um, also, guys, uh, please let us know. Bryson out the email. We are drafting tomorrow for the illegal ham to the face draft at 7 p.m. Good to go. Uh, everybody has got back to you and everything. Joe Bear there. was the last one. He signed up. So we're good. All right. Everybody has signed up. We will see the you order all. is on the uh, leak page. Okay. We will see you all tomorrow at 7 p.m. for that. Um, also, got a little news for you, Brian. Okay. I've been talking to our beautiful, wonderful sponsor, Harold Keel. Mm -hmm. We're getting a ham trophy. We're getting a legal hand to the face fantasy football trophy, Brian. Is it going to be like um, with the pig on the top, like the big like roast? Yep. It's going to be the Shiva. We're going to call it our own little Sweet. Shiva. And you will get it for no, one we'll year. A, we'll come up with a good uh, name. For it. You'll get it. So, does, as soon as we get it, does Phillips go automatically to Phillips till the end of this year? No, it does not. Oh, wow. Sorry, you want to know why? Because he sat there and cried that he should get special privileges because he won last year. <laughs> and I, I don't I don't deal with that, right? You know how this is. Okay. All right. So let's get into our show. We got some Cleveland headlines that we're going to dive into now, Brian, and then we'll get into some sports talk. So let's get our Cleveland headlines so that Chris can jam out a little bit. Um So I found out I did not know you were a gin guy. Oh boy! So sixty forty for both of us. <laughs> oh my lord! You can stay the night at my house. I got the spare bedroom upstairs. Buddy. My house might be close. 
What do you mean no? You did it once before. It'll be fine. I'm talking. I'm sorry. I'm talking to the guests that are here off camera. You'll be fine. You spent 12 hours in that bed puking your head, and it's fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, three o'clock in the afternoon, still not knowing where you were at. Oh, that's that's a good day. That's a great day. That was my birthday, by the way. That was a great birthday. I know. I didn't make it out that night. Glad yeah. I didn't. You should be glad you didn't. All right. So first off on Cleveland headlines tonight. Thank you. Brian, we got to bring it up. Um, there's been rumblings. It happened last week as we were ending our show. Um, Tito Francona is probably going to retire um, at the end of this year. It's been hinted at very hard. He's not wanting to say anything because he is a team guy and he wants to put the baseball club before him. But all everything is, is he is probably going to retire at the end of this year. So this right. might be Tito's swan song. We still don't know because they haven't made it official. But the way everybody's been talking, even players in the front office and everything else, it seems like this might be Tito's last year as a Cleveland Guardian. And, Brian, I wanted to bring up to you because you and I talked about it off air. Like, we never really talked about it on air. But we talked about it a little bit off air, like how we felt about it and everything else. And I kind of seen it, and I, I honestly, I think this year was a year that did it for him because there was a line drawn in the sand with the front office and with Tito, and I believe that's what happened. Uh, when they got rid of Rosario and Savali there at the trade deadline as they were only a couple games back of first place, that was kind of like the line in the sand right there where Tito was like, hold on, we're still contending, and you're taking some really good players away from me. What is going on? And it was kind of like, I think that was the line in the sand that started this tiptoe of Tito stepping out. And Tito will graciously step out, be one of the best managers, one of the best coaches ever in Cleveland history. Right. Um, like I said, he's been here for was 11 seasons, 11 seasons or 12 seasons, I think. It's been a while. He's been, he, hey, he hasn't had a team under 500. This will probably be his first team under 500. That's incredible. Out Honestly, of all those seasons. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to get your thoughts and feelings about Tito. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. Um, but, you know, all good things must come to an end at some point. So, you know, if you've really been paying attention, you've known his health has been deteriorating maybe a little bit. I mean, not to say that he's in any serious danger or anything, but, um, but you know, it's just what do you always hear about baseball? 162 games, it's a grind. It takes its toll on your body, and he's been doing it for decades now. And so, you know, you just kind of had a feeling that maybe it was coming to an end. And, you know, maybe if we had like a serious chance this year or next year and, you know, we were all looking towards 2024 for us to really compete for a championship, maybe he could talk himself into one more year. But as things should have it, it's just, you know, it's it's a swan song. It's a sad goodbye. But um. But as a Guardians fan, you just have to look to the next step and be thankful for what Francona has given you and the position that he's put this franchise in because now we have a little bit of prestige that we didn't have when Manny Acta was the manager, Eric Wedge. Um, and so it's just, yeah, it's time to be thankful. And uh, hopefully they honor him in some way. I know he doesn't want it. It's kind of not what he's all about, but, um, but yeah, it's just, it's sad that it's come to this, that he's just going to kind of fizzle out. And like you said, finish with a below 500 record. And, um, you know, he's just going out kind of with a little bit of a whimper, but, um, but Hey, he's had a hall of fame career. So this, this 
tiny blip in the radar his final season where they didn't really go for it or, you know, he didn't have the talent, the veterans to uh, compete for a playoff spot or a championship. And, you know, he's just, like I said, he's a Hall of Famer. So we thank him for his service. He's been, like you said, one of the icons in Cleveland coaching. And, um, and he'll go down as that. He'll go down as somebody, one of the fan favorites and, uh, and somebody that we can be proud of for many, many years. Yeah, and it, it's like you said, it's sad that it's happening on a losing season. But, you know, all good things come to an end. And I, I believe I believe what Tito wanted to do and what the front office wanted to do, you know, most of the teams that Tito's had in here have been veteran-led teams. You know, we had Kipnis. We have guys that have been in the league for a very long time. This is a bunch of young bucks now, Bri. This is the only veteran that we have that's older is Hosey. Everybody else, I mean, we brought in a couple guys this year for bats, like Calhoun and all those. Right. But that's just to finish out the year. They're going to go with young guys from here on out all the way through. And it's going to see what they got. You know something? Bo Naylor has stepped up. Arias has done really well. You know, Stephen Kwan is still one of the best defensive players I've seen. He's so fast, Bry. They still need to get a big bat. And, you know, we're going to – let's answer the trivia right now for City Dogs, Okay. Because I want I want to show you how bad this is and what this team is actually missing. Because at the trade deadline, they got rid of everybody, right? Everybody that mattered. Josh Bell was batting 600 down at Miami, <laughs> hitting home runs like he should have been in Cleveland, but not. Rosario's just crushing doubles. And you know, it's like a little bubble over Cleveland. But Brian, who leads this Cleveland Guardians team in RBIs? The only name I wrote down, I figured it wasn't Jose. Um, I wrote down Josh Naylor. See, this is where the salt gets rubbed in the wound really deeply. Josh Naylor had 79 RBIs. He hasn't played in a month, Bri. He has been on injury reserve since the trade deadline, and that was back at the beginning of August. Yeah. He has not played since then. He's almost forgotten about. And and to think that he had 79 RBIs before he shut it down for three weeks, just think where he would be at and where this team would be at if he was actually in the lineup. Because I think with him in the lineup, it changes a little things. Because he had a coming out party this year, Brian. He really did. And by the way, he is our legal hand of the face favorite guardian. uh, Because, you know, big boy playing baseball, you got to root for him. But I mean, how awesome is that stat that he's still – Jose Ramirez has got 71 RBIs right now. And Josh Naylor's got 79. He hasn't played in three weeks. Yeah, it's a bummer. But, you know. Injuries happen in baseball. If you're an Angels fan, uh, your your best player has been injured for the last four years. Um, so the good teams get past it, but we can, you know, I don't really don't want to hash up our argument or my beef with Major League Baseball last year. It's a flawed sport. Yeah. And so that's why a team like the Guardians, um, you know, they can't compete year in and year out. They have to pick their years to where they're competing they're just a young team this year, and hopefully they get experience for next year. That's what it's all about. But, um, but yeah, until anything changes, this this is the formula. This is the hand we're dealt. And, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, it's the team we love. It's the team we root for. But uh, but they're not going to have a chance to compete every single year. All right, Brian, let's slide this over to you to put over on the counter for us. All right, we're going to get into Cleveland Browns news. Pops, you went in on this? Oh, yeah. All right, come on. I got your little mute button here. You all right standing up for a little bit? Yeah. You got your microphone right there. It's on the seat. Yeah, he's 
You're all right. We got Pops here in the background. He loves talking Cleveland Browns. It's Ari Owen. You talking to it. Yeah, go ahead and talk into it. No, you're not even into it yet. You got to talk to it like this. Oh, like that? There you go. Now they can hear you. Okay. All right. Let me turn you up a little bit more. All right. So we are, so far, uh, the Cleveland Browns have made some roster cuts, and the first roster cut that they made was Joshua Dobbs, of all people, got traded to the Arizona Cardinals for a fifth-round pick, and one of our seventh-rounders is going to them. So, Brian, we got rid of Joshua Dobbs. We got DTR as our backup now, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Right. So, how do you feel about this trade with uh, Joshua Dobbs? Uh, it shows their confidence in DTR. Yeah. And uh, and if DTR and Dobbs are on the level playing field, why not make this deal? You know, if Dobbs only has experience over him, then the talent is the same. Yeah, I'd, I'd say they made the right move because – you know, chances are hopefully neither one of these guys plays and you just got a fifth-round pick. Yeah, so what I'm about you? Bobs, how do you feel about it? I think we made the right move, keeping DTR younger, <clears throat> plays more like um, Watson in his better glory days. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking that we made the right decision as far as the backup. You know, we won't have to change the offense yeah. much with him coming in. And he proved himself in the yeah, first game. I have a feeling that if – yeah, if he didn't play the well as well as he did in the preseason games, I don't think this move would have been. Nope. Yeah, it would have been. And by the way, if people been. that are watching us, if you see a hand slide in there, that's just pops. He likes to talk with his hands a lot. So you're <laughs> going to see like a random UFO just slide right in there. It's going to be like a pinky, a thumb, maybe a watch. You never know, but you got to watch out for one of these. If you get one of these, somebody's getting punched tonight. All right, and it's probably going to be Jake because he's sitting his closest. It's all right. Might be Nick will punch you. Thank you, Nick. All right. So, also, the other news that happened, big news, and we talked about it last week, is the kicker, Brian. Uh, we need a Cade York to come up and step up. He has not. They have released Cade York. They have traded for, is it Dennis? Dustin. Dustin. Dustin, Dustin Hopkins from the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. He lost to, to Dicker the kicker, which I was kind of upset about. I wanted Dicker the kicker, but, you know, we can't do that. Um, hey, guys, I'll be watching the show tomorrow. That's all right, James. Thank you so much. Um, appreciate it. You guys tuning in, but I'm going to go pops first. How do you feel about Cade York getting cut and then a new kicker coming in? I think York too much, took too much time. They there's talk about him going to the practice, um, squad. I don't know how they can bring him back to the practice squad, but, um, which club's coming in is only 84% on his field goals on both longer than 50 yards and shorter for him. He's only 82%. Yeah, but still he, but when he actually was like last year before he got hurt, he was nine and ten on field goals and twelve of twelve of extra points, and that's kind of what we need. We need more consistency than we do a sixty-four yard field goal, and he just wasn't consistent, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, it had to happen. Uh, we all, even me, being a huge K. York fan, still thinking back to his potential last year and kicking fifty-eight yards to win the game, but he just he lost it. He lost it mentally, and he was in his own head. And he was going to lose you a game. So you had to make a move. And I'm still on board with bringing him back to the practice squad and maybe grooming him for another year, hoping that he can be better next preseason. Maybe he can still be your kicker of the future. But right now, he would cost you, he would probably cost you multiple games in the first half of the season because just look at the preseason, every game came down to a field goal. Yeah. And if he was perfect, we would have won every game. As it was, I think we were one and four. 
Yeah, but okay. So I understand we all want to bring him back to the practice squad because he does have the talent. Right. I'm not saying he doesn't. And I brought this up earlier. Is you sit there and you look at all the kickers that we did have that we brought in that it was their first year: Cody Parkey, uh, Zane Gonzalez, um, Cyber, Cyber, all these guys that we brought in, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm going like, those guys went on to play better somewhere else than what they did here. You yep. brought Parkey back to us for you know part of the year. And the thing is, is I don't know if Cade York is going to be okay being cut by the Cleveland Browns with all the crap that he went through. And I know it's a business. I know it's a business. I get that it's a business. But with the fans, everybody else, he even snapped at the media. A guy that we had on, Chris Easterling, from the Akron Beach Journal, he snapped at Chris Easterling for asking him a question that he should ask of, like, is it in your head? Like, what's going on? Why are you? And you know something? I understand you're frustrated. You're not making kicks. Not, he's, he's, 18, not, you know. he's not 18. Wow. That boy is like 20, 22, 23, 23. I understand. But I don't right. I don't know if he would want to come back to the practice squad and work for the Cleveland Browns. That's the thing. Well, I so I don't know if he has a choice. Um, if he clears waivers um, and nobody picks him up, I think he's still, for lack of a better term, property of the Browns. Under contract? I believe so. Well, We'll see if we can't get Chris on again. See if he can't clear that up. Right. Well, it, it'll all work itself out over the next couple of days. All right. Also, one of the guys that we all like, the leading preseason wide receiver, Watkins. Anthony Watkins. Awesome. Awesome Watkins. See, this is why I have you here. I got I the A right. Of, somebody said he was like 6'3. Is he that tall? He is 6'3. Is he two, really? He's 6'3, 220. I didn't, um, he, he did get it. released today, but there's hopes to bring him back on the practice squad. He's got like a 47 inch vertical. Yeah, he's, he's got hey, it was pretty, nice. It was nice to see. Him. And you, we knew what was going to happen with the wide receiver room. It was going to be Cooper, it was going to be Moore, it was going to be DPJ, right. and it was going to be Tillman. We didn't know about the last Four two parts. Right. And then Goodwin got cleared, by the way. Marquise Goodwin did get cleared, Thank so God. he'll be playing. For sure. So, But he still might be on the injury list. They might move him to the pup list right. to start out the first season because he's not in shape yet. Right. But you have him, and then they brought in David Bell. David Bell made the team. Finally, 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 for the love of God, we got rid of Anthony Schwartz. And that was... Two years too late, Bri, but we finally did it. I've, May the shorts be with you. I went down a rabbit hole, and I don't want to call you out, but I guess I will here. Oh, um, did I do something bad? So, so for whatever reason, I started, I watched a couple of videos um, on the YouTube page of prior live shows. By the way, at Ham Illegal, go to our yeah. live section, you find so, our show. I, I probably was all over Anthony Schwartz. Once so it, it was our show with Paulus at, in Strongsville here. Uh, what was it? Mulligan's. Oh, at Mulligan's. That was like two years ago. I know. I know. And I'm just clicking through it. I watched like two minutes here and I clicked through another 20 minutes and then I watched a couple minutes. You said Anthony, your your prediction was Anthony Schwartz would be the offensive player, rookie, rookie of the year. That was a bold prediction. Though. We were doing bold predictions. I don't want to call you, and I mean, wow, we were all high on him. He was wow. So I figured, yeah, Jesus, you're gonna go back two years ago, Brian. We can do I, I, if you want to do that. We can do that <laughs> all day long. That's fine. I got yeah. a kick out of that because, uh, yeah, it was um, not your, not your finest moment, but I'm sure if you hey, go back right. and look, that I right, we both haven't like had that. we both oh, have yeah. had some pretty bad no, moments but, on this. Yeah, just because <laughs> being the week it was, being he just got cut. Yeah, thank God he finally, but. 
so the issue now was a lot of people are having with Watkins not making the team and David Bell making the team. Yeah, yeah, and, and I get that he, because he's a a draft pick. But he, a lot of us right now think Watkins has a much higher ceiling than David Bell. David Bell's never going to catch. You know, 50 but, balls for 700 yards even. But, Brad, you also got to factor in. Watkins was playing with a backup quarterback. So against David third, Bell. Against third teamers. So was David Bell. I understand, but they he they singled him out on half those games. Like DTR, that was DTR's favorite person to throw to. Yes. And, I mean, that's, that's the thing. You got to realize the quarterback throwing there, they might have just schemed for him. And right. David Bell was just kind of, I wouldn't say loafing it, but you know what I'm saying? It, it, and things still might change. Things still might change. We're not done yet. We're not even close right. to being done yet. Kickoff hasn't started yet. No. It, it really hasn't. And they'll change it three or four times. Right. Now, now right. they also did get rid of Togiai today. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other big one that they got rid of? That uh, Felton. Jim- Felton, Felton surprised me the Dimitri most. Felton got yeah. rid of and um, Isaiah Thomas J- off the defense. Yeah, Thomas, yeah, Which draft pick. Kind of shocked me because yeah, Isaiah Thomas actually, I thought he, big time. I thought he played well, but that scope on the knee injury. Are they trying to like? Do you think they're trying to bring him back? In? I think they're trying to work him probably, but it's just a crowded room. I mean, you yeah. have your two starters, then you have Oboe, who you brought in. There's three. Yeah. Then you have three draft picks. You have Thomas, you have McGuire, and you have Alex Wright. But I think, so are you going to bring six back? Six well, back but back? I think I think Thomas with the injury to the knee, right. they're going to they're right. they're going to walk him back slow. Oh yeah, they have to. Yeah, he's he's too phenomenal. To just let him go. Right. right. Let's sure. we'll get more into the roster next week because we got really nothing to talk about next week. And so I, I was thinking we should do our preview, our our NFL season preview next year. Right. We, we can do that. Going on. I mean, figure something out. No, that's fine. If you guys want to watch the show, it's at Ham Illegal on YouTube. So, um, the other thing. Got that? Got that. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, the other one that we, we got to bring up here, Brian, is you had um, Denzel Ward got hurt. Right. Uh, last game, he got a concussion. It's his fourth concussion in a matter of, like, two years. I feel like two to three years. I think mean, um, he's coming to the league, yeah. First off, he shouldn't have been playing that game. He should not have been touched. He should – hey, if Miles Garrett's out, if Nick Chubb's out, if Batonio's out, Denzel Ward should not have been playing that game. That is your top corner no matter what happens. And you could say otherwise, like, Newsom's better or all this other bullshit. No, Denzel Ward is your top shutdown corner. He should have not been playing that game. And they even came out today. I don't know why he was out there. I don't know if he went up and said, Coach, I need to play. I need to get some reps in. But he should not have been playing. If it was the ones, I wouldn't have cared if Denzel Ward was out there. If it was the ones. Right. He's playing against the threes. Right. He shouldn't have been out there. Yeah, because the threes are trying to hit everybody. <laughs> anything they can. Um, I also heard today that that there might have been a talk between Kevin Stefanski and him on getting reps in game situations. Still, that shouldn't have happened. That that's a head coach decision right there. You look at the track wrestler with Denzel Ward. Okay, last year he actually played. He was hurt a little bit, but he wasn't hurt that bad. He actually played a decent season. But all the seasons that he's been here, I don't think he's had a full season. He's been dinged up a little bit here and there. Game or two, yeah, right. But it's a game or two. But then we had that one where he had the serious concussion, where he was out for like six or six games. I think it was four. It was Was it really six games? Yeah, and that was a concussion. 
And then he came back, and I think that's when he did the pick six against uh, Cincinnati because they were waiting for him to actually clear. Now, we don't know. We don't talk to him. We don't know anybody in the building. But he might just – it might be a little stinger. It might be a little ding. He might be ready for – against the Bengals. We don't know. We, we don't so. know. We haven't talked to him, so we don't know. But I'm still concerned about that because him getting hurt, and we're going up against Cincinnati first week, right? We're going up against probably one of the best wide receiver trio in the best NFL. Quarterback. Exactly. Yeah. And court and Joe Burrow. And, and Joe Burrow, Burrow, right. So, I mean, are you concerned about war being hurt right now? Yeah, absolutely. The AFC North is a stack. It's stacked, right? Stacked. Yeah. Even last year, Pittsburgh still finished above the Browns. Right. You know what I mean? Still. And and they've done it since 1989, I think. Yep. Was the last time we finished above them. Mm-hmm. So, so. Chris came in with a great question here. Who's going to return kicks and punts? DPJ? DPJ and there's a question. For punts. DPJ for and punts. And Ford was our kick returner last year, so I would assume he will return kicks again this year. Although the guy they just traded for, the running back from the Patriots. Pierre Strong. Yep. Apparently he, he can return a little bit, so okay. I don't know if they would. So they got guys that can do it. All right, so Pops is going to leave us. Thank you, Pops, for joining the show, buddy. Thank you for getting us in here. Dude, this place is amazing. Yeah. No, that's fine. Oh, if you get him over here, we'll kick Brian out. Brian will walk into the oh, bar, yeah. start oh, doing yeah. shots back here by himself. <laughs> start pouring my own beer. Take me back to Howl at the Moon days. Oh, don't get me excited about that. Um, But with Denzel Ward, yeah, it's it's a mystery why he was playing. Like Matt was saying, um, you know, going against twos and threes, what does he need that work for? If he's no, going he against Patrick that. Mahomes, okay, maybe you justify it a little bit, but this is a guy who has a history of concussions. And, you know, I didn't realize he missed six games last time he got a concussion. That's scary stuff. I mean, I don't think it was the last time he got a concussion, but I know he had a really bad one where he was out. It had to be between four and six games he was out. Because they kept asking him, and it was like, we're, he's still under concussion protocol. He's still under concussion protocol. And we were worried then of, like, because he hadn't gotten paid yet. This was, like, right before his payday. Okay. So he hadn't gotten paid yet. We're like, so are we going to spend money on him? Because we don't know if he's going to be injured or not. And just things of that nature. Yeah, with what we know now about CTE. Oh, um, yeah, he can't. Yeah. He, he, sh- he should, every concussion, he should be questioning his career. He's made plenty of money. Well, um, with the second contract, he got his big contract. Right. Let's and be so, honest. He so got his $100 million yeah, contract. He, he's made, you know, up to this point, he's probably made $60, 70000000 million for his career. So he's good. Kids, kids, kids are good. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't need to play. So to have him out there, and I'm not saying, you know, hindsight being 2020, obviously he didn't play much. Um, and, if he didn't get injured or anything, we wouldn't think twice about it. But the fact that it happened is like, what the heck were you thinking? Especially with, like we were talking about, the Bengals coming to town. The best wide receiver you will face all year long, you face in week one. So we need him. And I think I heard some people talking now that uh, that A.J. Green would take his starting position Shut if he up. couldn't go. A.J. Uh, Green is not in the same hemisphere. As- yeah, well, right. But what happened to <laughs> Greg Newsom? Why wouldn't Greg Newsom take that spot? I, that's that's Has AJ on, Green passed up Greg Newsom. No, no, I don't think that's. Or do what they it is. play opposite sides of the field? I think they play opposite sides of the field. 
I didn't realize that uh, the cornerbacks were not interchangeable like that. But um, but yeah, if you got, I mean, you got to think about it, though, like offensive linemen truly aren't, and they can be, but they're truly not interchangeable. So they could slip switch if they wanted to. Well, right. But they also want Newsom to play that slot. So and and, he and, and that's it, but, the thing. You know, if you're going against the Bengals, you really need three good solid corners because yeah. they had three solid if wide not, receivers. Hey, if not that, you need the safeties on the back and to help them out. So, I mean, we'll wait and see, but right now it doesn't look good for Kevin Stefanski having him out there. He didn't he was on the no playlist for yeah. the last couple years. He didn't play the first couple games. That's what shocks me. He's on the do not play list and yet you're playing. Well, he was on the do not play list against Washington. Right. And you still played him a couple like 2 weeks later. Like I just I don't get it. I don't get it, right? And I heard uh somebody was asking Dustin Fox on 92 today that um you know, well he, sh- he should have been out there because cornerbacks need that communication with the safeties and everything like that. And Fox is like, not really. I mean, it's it's pretty simple position. You either need to know if you're playing man or you're playing zone. That's about it. So, like, the fact that, okay, we're in a new defensive scheme, he needs to be out there to get the feel of his teammates and this and that. Like, not really. I mean – um, it's just a head scratcher and you know certainly if he ends up missing a bunch of time or you know Jamar Chase kills us the first game Stefanski's gonna be the one to blame for it yeah no I get it and you know the other thing that was brought up is you know we all know there's a hot seat right now this is the most talented team I believe that we've had since 1999, right? I mean, talent-wise, yeah. offense and defense. Absolutely. I believe this is the most talented team we've had since 1999. Now, I wanted to bring up to you, and we'll bring it up next week, when I was talking about Stefanski, should we hold Coach Stefanski more accountable for the past seasons? And I and I want to say no, because I brought up COVID year. Right. You got Baker Hurt year. Right. You got Jacoby year. Right. What's he supposed to do those three years? Now, COVID year, they did make it to the playoffs. Okay. <clears throat> shit was in. Baker being completely hurt in the show, the team was a shit show. Mm-hmm. And then you had Jacoby for 11 games. What are you supposed to do? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing is, is I'm, I'm starting to be more on the side of Coach Stefanski than anybody else. Because at those times, if you look at what he did for – Baker and Jacoby. Jacoby was a top 10 quarterback and efficiency and everything else. He straightened Baker out in the second half of that season. They got to the playoff. I have a feeling that he's not on the hot seat like we think he is. Well, to quote um, Bill Parcells, you're as good as your record says you are. And um, you know, all the editorializing and the excuses and stuff like that. Yeah, that's probably why they brought him back this year, because they could talk themselves into, okay, Jacoby year, Baker Hurt year, COVID year. Okay. Um, now, hold you on. Know, all that stuff gives him another chance. And so his other chance is this year. So, you know, it, all that leading up to here gave him the 2023 season. Yeah. So no. what are you going to do in 2023? That's what's going to determine your future. Yeah, I, I get that. But I don't think we still had a – we haven't had like a really one good year 
and this is what Casey, our boy Casey, down south, I think it's South Carolina, South Carolina, North mm-hmm. Carolina. This is like this year is the year which Stefanski should be judged. Sure. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. And yeah, I'm completely fine with that yep. too. But I'm, I'm also on the board now that if you're going to get rid of a quarterback that got you to the playoffs and got rid of them, if the coach isn't good enough and there's a better coach out there, go get that coach. That's where I'm at. It, well, no, hold on, but, hold on. We'll see what happens this year. But that's the thing, you you don't know. That it's the unknown. I, I can't tell you the offensive coordinator for the Cardinals is going to be better than Kevin's fancy. Nobody knew when Mike Tomlin took the Steelers job that he was going to be a good coach. It's the unknown. So there's no guarantees in football. You can't say, well, get rid of Kevin's fancy because we're going to go after Andy Reid. No, I know. No, no, no. You're I'm not going to replace him with a better coach. You're going to replace him with a guy who has potential. And I get that. But if there's an established coach, like what? Let's just say, would you have Doug Peterson or Kevin Stefanski? Oh, Peterson. Okay, so established coach. But Super he's not available. Of, but he's not available. I'm just saying if he should happen to come available, a pedigree like that, you have to go after that pedigree, right? Right. Yep. And because I think this team's ready also, to win now. And also, I think the best thing is, and you and I have talked about it, Jim Schwartz. Yep. Kevin Stefanski has no thing to do with the defense. He is not a part of that defensive room. He doesn't want to be a part of that defensive room. That is all Jim Schwartz. That is why Jim Schwartz is here because Jim Schwartz is 100% in charge of that defense. Kevin Stefanski has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. And that makes him focus on what he needs to focus on, which is the offense and trying to get Deshaun Watson right. And as we get the thumbs up from Matt, there's a lot of people that feel the same way he does. Um, A lot of people think, hey, she came right back in just at the right time. Perfect. Uh, a lot of people think the defense is going to be better than the offense. No, um, no I do too. The I offense do. has the big names. Defense has Miles Garrett, but um, I just like think I just like what I've seen from the defense this preseason. Yeah. And, They're and playing with their barrel fire. It's hard to uh, argue that because right, you're in charge of that. All right. Yep. I remember it. Jenny. 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 All right. You go take. I'll get it. All place. right. But no, I I I really do think that this year is the year that the Browns need to do something. But. Ultimately, offense is what gets it done in the NFL. If you go back and look at the top off, top 10 offenses in the league last year, I guarantee eight of the 10 teams made the playoffs and probably the four best teams or the five best teams in the league are, are in that top five. So your offense has to be clicking. Yeah, but if you take a look at it, though, look at the Super Bowl last year, look at what San Francisco did. They had some top – Eagles had a top defense along with an offense. Did they not? Oh, yeah. You, you need you know, both Kansas to be an elite City, team. You Kansas City's defense, I don't know what is wrong with them. They don't play during the – it's like a Big 12. It's like a Big 12 team coming in. They because let Patrick what? Mahomes do whatever he's got to do during the regular season. But when it hits the playoffs – that defense decides, okay, we'll play now. But guess what? Their best defensive player is threatening to hold out, and they're like, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. We're good. We got 15 on the other side, so we'll win plenty of games. That's what they all say. Yeah, so offense rules the league. But you need a defense to get turnovers. Yeah, you need at least a a mediocre, above mediocre defense to get turnovers. Pressure's on the quarterback and get turnovers. Here, I'll meet your mic so you can get us drinks. 
and he while well, he's getting us drinks i mean if anybody wants to join in the comments um we're also going to bring up uh we got the kicker we got everything else um uh the jameson and uh ginger as i said that out loud on live tv um so bry we're i'm going to bring you back in as you're yelling at everybody over there Yep. So let's do a little bit of the KC recap. All right. Our offense actually went out there and played somewhat decent. Right. Um, you had Deshaun Walker going out. You had David Joku. I think David Joku is going to be the wild card this year. What do you think? He could be. Absolutely. Any of our pass catchers. I mean, uh, they have the opportunities there for them to step up. It could be one of four guys to, uh, to really be that difference maker. And, you know, Cooper's going to be solid. But we're looking for another number two option, and we have a bunch of guys that are looking to make that next step. So it could be Najoku for sure. Yeah, I think that touchdown pass that Sean threw. Perfect pass, perfect I, catch. I, oh, God, I can't believe it. It was like, it was amazing. Are you t- still trying to get Jenny? All right, we'll wait till afterwards. <laughs> so our food should be coming out here soon. Yeah. But is there anything you want to dabble on with Browns? Well, we- you were asking for. Them to throw the ball down the field, our last show. And what they do the very first play, they threw the ball down the field, that skinny post to DPJ. Yeah. And so I think that's something that uh, that's in their playbook. Tell fans to calm down. Don't freak out because it's uh... – Because it's going to happen at some point in time because – Throwing the ball downfield, you got to get there at some point in time. But I did, I did like the um, they need to unlock and joke you in the re- red zone. I completely agree with that. They have to. But- Absolutely, he's a freak. He, he's he's a big wide receiver. Basically, you th- you could throw fades to him, um, just throw it up high and let him go get it. And so the one play that kind of stood out to me was the big gainer from uh from Cooper, was where the play broke down. And Watson kept the play alive, and he found Cooper. Now, again, against their second-team defense, whatever. But I think that's kind of what separates Watson from what we've seen in the past. And it almost reminded me of, like, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger keeps the play alive because he's so big, and he can fend off tacklers, and he can, you know, get out of the ankle biters and uh, get out to the – to the side and kind of keep the play alive so guys can they run their routes and then they see that he's still running around and then they just head up field that's exactly what we saw with uh with cooper he ran his route he saw that watson was still keeping the play alive and so he just went to where defenders weren't and so i think watson doesn't have the strength the lower body strength of big ben he doesn't have the size but he's agile, and he did it a lot last year, almost to a fault. And that's why he takes yeah. too many sacks, because he's trying to keep that play alive almost too much. But he can do that with his athleticism. Guys just need to know, hey, don't give up on the play. Go to where the defenders aren't. And we can, I, I foresee us, hopefully, guys can learn that, and uh, and we can get easy. I mean, that was like a 40, 50-yard gain almost Oh yeah, um, on a broken play, really. So if guys can get that through their head, especially the linemen, don't stop ever blocking until you hear the whistle. Um, yeah, that's how you steal big chunks of yards. Yeah, and it, you know that's what he does best, right? Yeah, I mean, in his Browns career, for sure. Yeah, and we'll see what that goes on from there. But 
Brian, let's let's talk about Geno's. We're at Geno's right now. We're back here at the bar. Huge American flag. Look at that American flag. That's I love that. Right up your freaking alley. You know that. Absolutely. All right. So you got yep. probably about, mm, what would you say, about 10 booths and about 20 tables here in the actual inside That's the restaurant. It's a lot. It's a big area. For and sure. a nice horseshoe bar. Jim and Brown. Then, you got Jim Brown. Oh, yeah. Jim Brown's over there. They do have some drink specials going on here throughout the week. Tonight is 75 cent week oh, night. Oh, yeah. So I can't wait for that. Hey, Pops, are we going to get Gino? I'm just curious. I don't mean you to get up. Eat your food. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, you might have to step out. That's fine by me. You might have to step in the bar and help Jenny. Move food over there? I'll go do get you have that. food over there? I don't know. Can't see it. No. You're okay. going away. Oh, how is Jake in the way? Jake weighs like 120 pounds. Look at him. <laughs> I don't have much like movement with my neck. Fart in the wind, Jake can move. Like a stiff breeze, five miles an hour, Jake's getting out of here. He's just slamming you. Yeah, he's just slamming you. It's all right, buddy. That's why you're here. 30-70 tomorrow, Jake. Actually, 80-20. Yeah, 20-80 now. 20-80. Jose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm taking you down the rabbit hole with me. We're going to go to Alice in Wonderland together, brother. Wooden Nickel's not far from here. We could always go for a drink there. Where are we going? Wooden Nickel. Oh, yeah, we can go to the Wooden Nickel. Thank you. Don't look at him. Oh, thank you, brother. Jenny, Jenny, thank you for taking care of us tonight. All right, so our, our bartender tonight is Jenny. She's amazing. She's taking care of us all night tonight. Even when we're yelling at her for no odd reason, just... <laughs> might, there might be a Jenny later on. We might just do it. Jenny! Jenny. Thank you. Let's see how it does. <laughs> Jake's laughing so hard over here. Uh, college football coming up this weekend. Did college. You watch, yeah, let's talk did college watch, football. Did you watch last weekend? I did watch last weekend. I watched Notre Dame. I did watch Notre Dame. All right. I watched won, Notre won Dame. A little, I won my free bet on Notre Dame. Did you? That a boy. I watched Notre Dame and then I watched um, Ohio University playing uh, San Diego State. Oh, by the way, yeah, really? Oh, you okay. And did they win? I don't know. I didn't stay up for it, but I do have a beef. Okay. Um, you know who the coach of San Diego State is, right? Is it Brady Hope? It is Brady Hope. Wow. By the way, my boy, Brady Hope got skinny. Is he still a pull? No, he he got skinny. No, pull him up on your phone. I gotta see Brady Hope. He's not a polar bear anymore. All right, I'm stepping out. Yeah, yeah. Brady Hope got skinny. Right, stepping out. We're yep. bringing in Gino here. All right, slide yeah, and then go in. Nope, oh, you're going out that way? Oh, you are nimble. Easy, easy, big fella. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We're bringing in G Gino, right? Gino. You got to move the table. Let him slide in here. Good. How are you? You come and sit with me? I can sit for a minute. Oh, we'll get you through here. Hey, you haven't got there yet. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, am I on? Oh, you are on. We're live right now. Oh, wow. Sweet. Let's see. Welcome. So, we're a legal hand of the face. I can't thank you enough for having us, man. This is amazing. Well, thanks. Thank you. No, we're getting food here coming. Okay, good. I got the uh, Italian sandwich coming. I got Italian beef sandwich. And I can't wait. I I saw it. And I'm like, Jake and I are going halvesies. So yes. he's taking half of my beef sandwich. I'm taking half of the fish. Oh, you can eat the whole thing. 
No, I know I can. But I got wings too. Oh. No, I got a whole bunch of other stuff. That's coming. So, um, thank you so much for having us. Of First off, of tell us about Gino's. Oh, Gino's! Wow, it's a long dream of mine. I've been in the food business forever. Am I supposed to look at the camera? Well, you can look wherever you want to. Oh, right, me, right. As long as you talk right now. Okay, great. So it's a, a long dream. I've been in food service forever. I started as a dishwasher, and what's cool is now my son works for me as a dishwasher here, which is very cool. But uh, I've been doing this for about 30 years. Uh, had a lot of restaurants, uh, bars uh, with partners, mm-hmm. but I wanted to be by myself, so I'm accountable for everything. I finally got the opportunity to do this. Okay. Um, I did open a Geno's out in Chesterland like six months before the pandemic, it, and it was a nightmare. So uh, I was lucky enough, fortunate enough to sell it. Okay. I had my eyes on this place for a long time because I live right in Brunswick, 12 minutes away. Fantastic. So I was able to, to work out a deal where I, I purchased the building, and here I am uh, with this challenge. It's, it's been fantastic. Oh, I love this business. Hey, the thing was, I've never been here. Oh. All right. Now, I have known Oz. I call him Oz. Oh. Big man. Oh, yeah. I I, I, Has he been on here? Oh, he's yeah. he's been on Okay. Him and I have been friends for years. And he goes, hey, I'll be in Genius. I'm like, are you sure? He goes, yeah, I'll be in Genius. Yeah. Let me make a phone call. I'm like, all right. Well, I was like, I've never been there before. He goes, it's all right. I got you. So he goes, made a phone call. You guys are going to the 29th. Go have a good time. And I'm looking over that menu. And I'm like studying this thing. And I'm like, yeah. we were doing it today. This is one of my bosses at work. How are you? And we're looking at it today. I'm like, dude, I don't know what to order. And I'm just sitting there because you got everything. You got straight Italian. You got some American in there. You got ribs. How the hell do you have well, ribs on the menu? Gino's more than just Italian. Okay. So in my lifetime, I've owned a few bars and grills. Okay. So I've tested these recipes wherever. I've cooked these ribs. I have gyro, gyros on the menu, you know, corned beef sandwiches. So these are really, they're really good quality. I wouldn't put them on, on my menu if it wasn't. Okay. So I figured I didn't want to pigeonhole myself with just Italian. So uh, it's probably 90% Italian. You know, it's all my recipes from growing up. But I added these other things because I have two beautiful bars. I have a patio bar. Oh, you know, uh, we have to have wings. We have to have ribs, you know, uh, burgers. So my, But I am expanding the menu in, in September. I'm adding quite a few more items. Okay. Now, we have a big show coming up in October. By the way, this is my co-host, Bri. Hey, Bri. He's going to show with me. How are you? Oh, thank you. Thank okay. you. Um, we have a big show coming in October, but when you do the new release of the menu, God, let us know. We would love I to would, come back. I would love for you guys to come back. Because no, we you. love this stuff. Like, him and I, the reason why we started our show, okay, and it's a little bit behind us, is during the pandemic, him and I worked together for so many years. And we worked around a campfire split in wood, all right, at a golf course right. on the east side. And we sit there, we talk sports all the time. We would talk food all the time. We'd do a top three. We'd do a trivia and everything else. And then the pandemic hit. It kind of shut down everything. And I sat there and I'm like, you know something? We got to do something where we go out and showcase places like this. Yes. Like, these are not bomb. These are mom and pop places. This isn't brand name. No. These are places that really got hurt during the pandemic. Okay. And we want to showcase the great food that Cleveland has. Thank you. And... We, I mean, we've been to, we've been to Mr. B's, yep. we've been to Heights, we've yes. the Rookies. Yes. We have been to the Wooden Nickel was our last one. Nickel, yeah. Oh my God, we've been to the Wooden Nickel. So this is my first time here. So we love coming to the new places like this. Check the atmosphere. This place is packed right well, now. Thank you. And this and is a Tuesday, not too bad. I know. Dude, it's amazing <laughs> Not too bad, yeah. And you guys, so you guys have specials throughout the week? We do. You guys do? We do. We do a wing night uh, tonight. Okay. 75 cent wings. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, we do an all-you-can-eat crab leg. I saw that. And that was like and a crab it's $59.95. So it's a 
pretty good price for all you can eat. Okay. Plus, you can have a, a two cluster dinner instead of the all you can eat. Okay. Thursday's ladies' night, so we have you know half off appetizers, five dollar cocktails. Uh, Friday and Saturday, I have entertainment when I can get it. Okay. Yeah. And you got a nice patio outside. That yeah, that's, that's a good. Yeah. With a nice bar outside. Yes. When I got here, I looked at like, man, can we do the shot? <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, oh, no, man. we could get you on stage next time. Right? It's all right. Hey, it's all right. It yeah. worked out perfect. I mean, this okay. place is amazing. Well, thank you so all much. All right. So, so much. if you had to pick, and Brian and I love doing things like this, all right, because I I got wings, and I'm a hot garlic wing guy. I got perfect. the hot garlic, hot garlic parm. parm. I got that coming. Yeah. All right. Now, somebody told me about Cajun candy. Yeah, Cajun candy. Cajun uh, candy. A little, it was actually a cook of mine years ago. One of my line cooks uh, came up with it. Okay. So I wouldn't take credit for it. And I tried it. I'm like, wow, this is delicious. So it's really just you know, garlic, sugar, and Cajun together. Mix it. It's just a perfect combo. Sweet, spicy, oh, and a little God. garlic. Got to have the garlic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So now I have been judging weights as I've been going to different oh. places. Uh-oh. Okay, no, 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 and it's first taste, so, so far, I have a list going, and I've been trying to base them on what their best wing is, okay, so I got hot garlic this time, because that's one of my favorites, sure, sure. so I will be judging wings, I'll be okay. putting it out, I'll let you know, you let me know, but let everybody here know that when this show is over with, they can catch this show, at Ham Illegal on YouTube. Where? On YouTube. On YouTube? At Ham Illegal. At Ham Illegal. Yes. Perfect. And, and that's why we started the show. We love food. We love Your talking food. Good. And Bry, Bry's a little picky eater, but he loves like that's okay. like this. Yeah. So now do you guys do anything special for Browns games or anything? Well, we, we've been open for roughly eight months, nine months right now. So it's been a challenge to get uh, uh, sports customers in here. I'm oh, going, oh, I'm going oh, to do it. Yeah. I'm going to try. Oh, we'll oh, help you. Yeah. <laughs> right. They need help with sports customers. We, we do. Uh, we haven't been open on Sundays. We're going to try to open on Sundays if I can staff it. Okay. I understand. Hey, I'll, just... run, I'll run special. I'm even thinking of a buffet, like a $10 buffet or something. You know? Oh, you're We'll see. Best. I need a gimmick. Right. It's not even a gimmick. Just <laughs> No, it'd be little, great food. Little dog, yeah. little burgers, yeah. and that's all you kind of need. All you need for that's all you need. <laughs> so I can't thank you enough for having us. All right. This is amazing. Wait. You have a beautiful place here. Thank you. Thank yeah, you so beautiful much. friends. Yes. The wait staff has been amazing. Oh my, to they're, us. they're my family. Uh, mean, they're, they're amazing. She's been the Bartos with you for about 20 years off and on. So Jenny's amazing. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she said she goes, you guys need something. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to bother you. <laughs> now but we're no. still short staffed tonight. I don't know if you noticed. So if, if you I have extra noticed. time tonight. <laughs> no, I, you want me to work? I do. All right, I can do that. All right, Brian, we gotta All work right. tonight, brother. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right, so three bartenders tonight. We're swinging some shots. I like that. <laughs> no, let's get you out of here so you can mingle with everybody. Thank I gotta get back. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thanks and for having thank me. You, thank you. Thank you for having us. This is amazing. I can't wait to enjoy the food. Let me know about those wings. I just will. Pretty confident on the wings. Okay. You better be confident. I, oh yeah. Okay. Oh. Let me slide this over. Yeah, down here. Brian, you want to come around? Thank you. Oh, you're gonna climb over again? Oh boy, he is he's getting brave. Oh wow, you're going that way. Oh boy, here we go. We're playing Jenga. We're playing Jenga with Big Bry. So Bry, that was Gino. That was awesome. I know, man, dude. Food specials galore. He said he's going to try to open up for Sundays. He hasn't started doing Sundays yet. Trying to get some sports clientele in here. I would think that would be a good idea for and, sure. And I told all him, these TVs. I told him straight up, if you're going to do it, invite us. We'll be here for it. Oh, it'd be awesome. I, I mean, all you're looking for is a good atmosphere, a bunch of TVs, and some cold beer, uh, and some good food. And this check 
All four. Oh, yeah. Got him. Yeah, and he was he's so amazing to have us here. Awesome. He was so appreciative. I can't I can't thank enough for people like that. And like I told him, people. this is why you and I did this show. Right. This right here. Like, we love talking sports, but we like sitting in the bar, having some great food, and enjoying our time. And this has it's been amazing about. here. The staff has been amazing, and we can't thank everybody enough. Well, that's what that's what sports does. It brings people together. You know, gives you a common thing to root for, and uh, you know, you share fellowship with one another Ooh. and enjoy life. And that certainly you can do that here in many different ways. All right, Justin, I will let him know about the ice cream. Um, also, we got to talk about Saturday. Saturday football kicks off. High state, high state, Indiana. Who's Michigan play? Eastern. It doesn't Carolina. matter. Carolina. It it really doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it their their um non conference schedule is a joke. I'll be the first to tell you. But in this day and age, it doesn't matter. That's all really. Right. You know, Harbaugh is only suspended for three games. You know, hey, Trussell loses his whole job and everything else. But it's Harbaugh day and age. It's Harbaugh. A he bought him a cheeseburger. Oh boy, here we go. Three, here we go. Three games for a cheeseburger. Uh, Eric's here. What's going on, Eric? Thank you for joining. <laughs> well, Brian, we're here at the end of the show. I'm gonna take pictures of the food. Yeah. And blast Please out later. Do. Let's enjoy let's enjoy time here with our friends. Um, everybody else. Please come out and check out Gino's here in Strongsville. Gino's Italian Grill and Bar. Great place. It's right off of 82 and uh 42. 42. It's it's right off of uh it's just south of 82 just on south. uh on Pearl Road. It is on the west side of Pearl Road. And is it west or south? It's south of 82, west, west side, side of Pearl Road. Road. Yep. Okay. So come check it out. Great place here. Talk to Gino. They've only been open a few months, but man, the food is fantastic. And we yeah. can't wait to dive into it. We'll take pictures, send you pictures, take some videos for you guys here a little bit later. So we're going to sign off now. Guys, thank you so much uh, for watching. I uh, cannot thank you enough, Bry, as we always do on every show. God bless you. God bless America. Uh, we are definitely uncorked and loaded. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please come and check out Geno's, and we will see you guys next Tuesday as we dive into some more Brown stock. Oh, NFL uh, preview. NFL Can't preview. Wait. All right, we'll see you then. Have a good night.